Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
עבדו במיותר למשפחת קיבר. ומיד שינה את שמו ליודוקולס ליצ'י, כפעולת תגמור. הוא גדל בכפר שהיה כל כך קטן, שאם הייתה שם חתונה, אז החתן היה גם הקלה. אביו ואימו היו הוריו היחידים, דבר שהשפיע עליו קשות למשך כל ימי חייו. הם כמובן ניסו לעודד אותו, והיו אומרים לו, תתעודד בנינו, המצב יכול להיות הרבה יותר גרוע. אז הוא התעודד, והמצב באמת נהיה יותר גרוע. מול ביתו הצנוע היה צריף דל ורעוע, ובוגר הילדה דלה ורעועה. כל בוקר היא הייתה משחקת ליד ביתה ותופסת לבדה. ויודוקוליס בדרכו לבית הספר היה מבחין בה, ומחייך אליה בפה צוחק. אחי הייתה פונה אליו בחיוך קל ועדין ואומרת לו, הלא! קראו לה סילביה במפר. אם קראו לה, כשקראו לה, כש... אך המזל הזעל והאסון מצער פקד את משפחת קימל. אביו של יודוקוליס שהיה אלוף אסיה בדוק נפצע קשה לאחר שנפל על דוקיו. לשם השבועה הנוראה חלתה אמו של יודוקוליס במחלה וטרינרית קשה וגדל לה זנב. יודוקוליס הבין שעליו לשאת את עול המשפחה על כתפיו הוא לא היסס לרגע וברח מהבית. הוא נדד ימים ולילות, ללא מזון, ללא אוכל, ללא כלום, עד שיום אחד פגש בזקן, יושב על אם הדרך ובוכה. שאלו יודוקוליס בפה צוחק, מה לך זקן כי תבכה ללא מעצורים? ענה לו הזקן בפה עונה, הלכו לי אברקסים, חוץ מזה יש לי קוץ ברגל. הוציא לו יודוקוליס את הקוץ ושם לו חדש. הזקן אמר, איי! ונעלם. אותו ערב שכב יודוקוליס על אם הדרך והיא נתנה לו. ובעוד קורי שינה וסתיו לכלוך עוטפים את פניו, דמותה של סילביה במפר, הילדה הקטנה מהכפר הקטן, אהובת נפשו, צפה ועלתה אל מול עיניו, לבושה במכנסי התעמלות, נעלי פלאדיום ותחבושת אלסטית, שערה נושרת עומד ואף לא ברוח, ידיה הושתו לעברו וכמעט נגעו בו ופתאום... באותו רגע הרגיש יודוקוליס יד רכה מלטפת את כל גופו. פקח את עיניו, בפה צוחק כמובן, ולצידו מצא את הזקן, והוא מאוד 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 חברותי. פנה אליו הזקן ואמר לו, אם תמשיך ככה, תרחיק לכת ישמדרי, בנה לך מכולת, ושם תמצא את אושרך. לא עברו עשרים שנה, עברו חמש ויודוקוליס ניצב לו מאחורי הדוכן, בעל מכולת, גאה ומאושר. ומדי יום ביומו, ולפעמים גם באמצע השבוע, הייתה באה אליו סילביה במפר, ובקולה הצלול אומרת לו, יש לך איזה גבינה, 15 וחצי אחוז? והולכת לה לדרכה. 14 אחוז? הולכת לה לדרכה. 12 אחוז. והולכת לה לדרכה! ואז עלו המחירים, 
והקונים הפסיקו לבוא, והבק עשה את מדפי החנות, והכבישים וג'וקים מצאו את ביתם, ואת הלבן והחלב, הלחם והשוקולד, היין המצופה, ופניה הזוהרים של סילביה במבר לא נראו שוב, ולא מילאו את החלל הריק שנותר בליבו השם דוקל. רק הזיכרון נשאר. ובלילות חורף קרים יושב לו יודוקוליס עצוב ומיותר ושם.
The Cadillacs were all lined up in the driveway Minks of many colors were on display The caterer was the best that money can buy It was David Cohen's bar mitzvah day It was David Cohen's bar mitzvah day Uncle Abe flew in from Cincinnati And Becky drove up from Miami Beach The rabbi was watching with a tear in his eye As David Cohen read his bar mitzvah speech As David Cohen read his bar mitzvah speech I want to thank the rabbi, my mother, and my father. Today I am a man by Jewish law. I accept all of my Jewish obligations. I acknowledge that there is only one God. I acknowledge that there is only one God. David Cohen saw a rabbi His talus and his till and they got lost He's now a lawyer up in Sacramento Looking back it wasn't worth the cost Looking back it wasn't worth the cost I want to thank the rabbi, my mother and my father Today I am a man by Jewish law I accept all of my Jewish obligations I acknowledge that there is only one God I acknowledge that there is only one God When uh, Gershon Veroba and company, uh, when they were here on uh, on Monday to discuss the Yes Legacy CD, I mentioned more than once how the casting was so in- amazing on the CD, and A.B. Rottenberg doing that Moshe Yes classic, simply remarkable. David Cohen's Bar Mitzvah Day, A.B. Rottenberg off of the Yes Legacy here at JM and the AM. Nelchi Cronin is banned before that with Yoshe off the CD entitled Banai. 
A little nostalgia for those of you who uh, were into Pugi, Kaveret, many, many decades ago. They are reuniting next month in Israel, as uh, many of you have probably heard already. We spoke about it on Yom Hatzmut, so you heard some of their classics from Kaveret Bapark. And the Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Wednesday, May the 1st, day 21 in the month of ER. Good morning, JM and the AM on day 36 in the counting of the Omer. Day number 36, five weeks and one day, just two weeks away from the holiday of Shavuos. One week from today, we are in Yerushalayim at Beit Road, celebrating Yom Yerushalayim. We have a few shows coming up from Israel next week and looking forward to an amazing journey to the Holy Land. 46 degrees, 58% humidity, winds in northeast at 8 miles an hour. We've got a uh, sunny day today, thank goodness, with a high temperature of 67. Clear skies tonight, low 48. Tomorrow, sunshine, a high temperature, 71 degrees. Right now, Yerushalayim at 84. I guess the massive heat wave has broken in Jerusalem. It was in the mid-90s yesterday. 84, Tel Aviv, 73. Haifa, 77. A lot at 95. We're at 46 degrees here in Jersey City as we say good morning here on a JM in the AM Wednesday. Big day on our stream at jmtheam.org. Great programming, including a brand new Z-Report Live Lunch coming up with Yassi Zweig. A Z-Report Live Lunch on a Wednesday means plenty of brand new music and plenty of vital concert information and performance information for the next couple of months. It all happens on a Z-Report every Wednesday at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream. JMintheAM.org. Keep it on our stream all day long for amazing programming. Later this morning, I, I, I was under the impression that Roy Newberger was coming in to talk about the uh, Vad Latzalas Nidche Yisrael dinner a week from tonight. Now I am told there's an entire panel who is going to be in our studio discussing the dinner. So we will welcome them coming up here at JM and the AM. Don't forget our Facebook update page, where I think my last <laughs> update was that we're expecting someone to actually film this morning's interview. That should be interesting. Um, yeah, hey, when we get a request, if someone can come in and and get it all done on video, on film, we almost never uh, pass it up. So apparently that's happening today. And if you're wondering if I'm wearing a tie, the answer is no. I was contemplating on Facebook if I should. I uh, did follow instructions about what to wear, but a tie was not included. <laughs> J.M. and the A.M. at 27 minutes before 7 o'clock as we continue. Jeff Braverman, Jonathan Rimberg, Showresh at J.M. and the A.M. Israel, Israel, 
Shem Hashem Elokei Yisroel Mimini Michoel Umismoli Gavriel Umilfonai Umilfonai Uriel Umilfonai Rifoel, 
בכוח, גדולת ימינך, תתיר צבורה. קבל רינת עמך, שגבנו תרינו, נורא. נגיבור, דורשי חודך, כבבת שמרם. ברכם תרם, רחמי צדקתך, תמיד גמלם. חסין קדוש ברוב טובך, נהל עדתך. יחיד גאה לעמך פני זוכרי קדושתך. שבתנו קבל ושמע צעקתנו. Thank you. 
with a bye-bye selection off of Lo Lehit Ya'esh. Anna B'Koach, done by Yitzchak Fuchs, the great Rav Shlomo Kalbach, Acha Shoalti. David Gabayin, B'Simcha, you heard I.A. Kunstler in there, and B'Shem Hashem. Shoresh opened the set, Avinu Shabashamayim. It's a Wednesday, J.M. in the A.M. on this very first day of May. Can you believe we're third through the way of 2013? Unbelievable. 21st day in the month of E.R., a week away from Yom Yerushalayim and our amazing visit to Jerusalem and two weeks away from the holiday of Shavuos. Day 36 in the counting of the Omer. 36. We forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. 46 degrees, sunshine, high temperature of 67. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. 
Coming up, we'll talk about the Vadlat Salas Nidche Yisrael dinner, which is coming up next week. Guest speaker at the dinner will be Roy Newberger. He'll join us among a panel of guests coming up later today. Tom Steinberg of Ma'ar, an amazing organization that's doing great work on college campuses, joins us in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow. And I am told that Brooklyn DA Charles Hines is joining us in the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow. Be visiting Jersey City. It's all happening here on a JM and the AM Thursday tomorrow morning. Hey, don't forget, we've got the stream going all day long, including an amazing live lunch being prepared by Yossi Zweig. 12 noon today on the stream at jmnam.org. News from Israel is next. בישיבת ההנהלה הראשונה שקיים אמר ראש הממשלה שהוא רוצה להגדיל את הייצוא לסין ולהעמיק את הקשרים של ישראל בקהילות ההיספניות בארצות הברית. בהתייחסו למשא ומתן מול הפלסטינים אמר נתניהו לפקידי משרד החוץ שורש הסכסוך זה עכו, יפו ואשקלון ואתם צריכים להגיד את זה ולא להתנצל. תושבי כפר בשטחים וארגוני סביבה התלוננו על גדר ההפרדה, השופט מציע להנמיך אותה. כתבתנו תהליך הזכלי. במהלך דיון בבג"ץ בעתירה נגד תוואי גדר ההפרדה בכפר בתיר, טענו ארגוני הסביבה והתושבים שהגדר תפגע באופן בלתי הפיך במערכת חקלאות קדומה הנמצאת במקום אלפי שנים. השופט עוזי פוגלמן פנה למדינה ושאל האם הגדר חייבת להיות כל כך מסיבית ואף הציע להנמיך את הגדר תוך שימוש באמצעים טכנולוגיים על מנת לצמצם את הפגיעה באתר המורשת הייחודי. חשד לפגיעה מינית בילדה בת ארבע בגן ילדים, כתבתנו רונית פורן. אם לילדה בת ארבע הגישה תלונה בתחנת המשטרה בבית שאן, כי במהלך שהות ביתה בגן נפגעה מינית על ידי אחד הילדים. המשטרה לא תחקור את המקרה בשל גילו הצעיר של החשוד בביצוע העבירה, והחקירה הועברה לטיפול רשויות הרווחה. השביתה האיטלקית ברכבת, חלק מהנהגים שטענו כי הם חולים, חזרו לעבוד. מעתה השיבושים רק בקו יבנה מערב הוד השרון. כתובתנו יובל אקרמן מוסרת שנהגים מוחים על הכנסת מערכת ממוחשבת חדשה לסידור עבודה. השותפות בקידוח לוויתן מעדכנות כלפי מעלה את עתודות הגז הטבעי. כתובתנו יונה לייבזון. על פי דיווח השותפות במאגר לוויתן לבורסה, כמות הגז הטבעי עלתה ב-11% ל-19 טריליון רגל מעוכב. האחרונות. חברות הגז מקוות כי גידול זה יאפשר לייצא את הגז הטבעי ולא רק למכור אותו בשוק המקומי. ונשיא המדינה שמעון פרס קיבל אות אזרחות כבוד מטעם העיירה הסיזי באיטליה, הוקרה על פועלו למען השלום. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי שמתלווה לביקור הנשיא מוסר שבאסיזי חי ופעל פרנציסקוס הקדוש, מייסד הזרם הפרנציסקני בנצרות ובמלחמת העולם השנייה הצילו נזירי העיירה מאות יהודים. הם הביאו, מבלי שנאצים ידעו, שלוש מאות יהודים, הצילו את חייהם. הבישוף המקומי עמד בראש המערכה הזו, הסתירו אותם בכנסיות ובמרתפים שלהם. זה מרגש. ארבעה מהם אגב זכו בחסידי אומות העולם. אלה החדשות שעורך עידו כהן.
אני הולך אליי כל ימיי, אני הולך אליי מסונבר, האבנים מוצאות את כפותיי, אבל אני איני מרגיש דבר, אני חוזר מארץ לא זרועה, מושיט ידי לקטוף את שערך, הנני כאן, אך כמו יונה פצועה, אני נופל תמיד מול שערך. הנני כאן, כמו ציפורים חגות, הנני כאן, מביט מן הגדות, הנני כאן, כמו אבן בגדר. כמו סלע, כמו באר. אני האיש אשר תמיד חוזר, חוזר. אני חוזר מאלף גלגולים, אני נזיר בן מלך וקבצן, ובלילות לבכות השועלים, אני חולם וארבח בו בזמן. אני רואה אותך הרחוקה, כמו נסיכה שבויה במגדלים, בין סורגים יושבת ומחכה, האלוקים. האלוקים גדולים, הנני כאן כמו ציפורים חגות, הנני כאן מביט מן הגגות, הנני כאן כמו אבן בגדר, כמו סלע, כמו באר. אני האיש אשר תמיד חוזר ואת הלכת כמו האבנים, וכמו הבור להלך במדבר, צריכות רכות נשקו אותך פנים, שקיעות כבדות נשקו אותך צוואר. אז ראיתי יושבת ומצפה ובעינייך אור ועצב רב, כך לקחתיך איתי אל החופה, את היחפה עם כתר של זהב. הנני כאן כמו ציפורים חדות, הנני כאן מביט מן הגגות, הנני כאן כמו אבן בגדר, כמו סלע, כמו באר. אני האיש אשר תמיד חוזר, חוזר. 
J.M. in the A.M. Yoel Sharabi. Yes, Joser is right. We're going to be uh, Josering next week when we hit Jerusalem on uh, Tuesday morning. We'll be uh, visiting our friends at uh, Crib Efrat. Dr. Shusheim is ready to greet us. We've talked about doing a show from there for years. We'll finally do that on Tuesday. Wednesday, Beito Road. Where else but Beito Road for Yom Yerushalayim as we celebrate Jerusalem Day from Jerusalem itself, from northeast Jerusalem, from one of the key places that in 1967 uh, proved to be a point, a very important point of victory in the Six-Day War. And then on uh, Thursday, we'll be at uh, Armeir Bracha, one of the uh, most talked about um, food distribution areas of Israel. Uh, they are doing amazing work for hundreds of families. Every single Thursday is a very big day there, and we'll be, to, we'll be able to uh, witness it firsthand as... Uh, I can only imagine how many food packages will be distributed for a typical Shabbos. And that'll be happening uh, next week. Oh, with Shavuos coming up, it actually may be an even bigger day than usual. Because Shavuos is the following uh, Tuesday night. So it might be an even bigger Chesed day. So that's our plan for next week as we head to Jerusalem. And we'll broadcast there Tuesday through Thursday. Make sure to join us. Speaking of Israel, reading about this uh, terrorist attack yesterday that... Um, took the life of Eviatar Borovsky. We mentioned this yesterday morning when Yishai Fleischer was on. He was standing at a hitchhiking spot at the junction near uh, Tapuach when a, um, a Palestinian came up from behind and stabbed him in the chest. The uh, funeral has taken place. He's left five children. The oldest, I believe, seven years old is what I read. And often we become immune to these types of uh, news items. And uh, sometimes we have to stop for a moment and think about the uh, horror of this life-changing event for his his wife and children and family and friends and um, the uh, terrible episode that occurred yesterday. Ten minutes after 7 o'clock, J.M. in the A.M. on this Wednesday morning. Sunshine and a high temperature of 67. Clear skies tonight, low 48. And tomorrow, sunshine with a high temperature of 71 degrees. Later, we'll speak about the Vadlat Salasid Yisrael dinner. Tomorrow morning, Tom Steinberg is in from Israel. We'll talk about the Moor event that's coming up on Mother's Day right here in New Jersey. And uh, D.A. Charles Hines is scheduled for tomorrow as well in the 8 o'clock hour. Friday, Malcolm Holmline in our... Weekly update as we get back into the weekly update schedule, 7.40 Friday mornings, we get an opportunity to discuss the uh, current events, the events of the week, or in this case, the events of the last couple of weeks, since we didn't speak with Malcolm last Friday. That'll be happening this coming Friday at 7.40 right here at JM in the AM. Check out our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, on Twitter, at Tall Jewish Radio. And a reminder that our stream is going all day long at jmtheam.org, and today we'll include an amazing... Z-Report Live Lunch, as we uh, belovingly call it. Uh, it is a uh, presentation by Yossi Zweig, starting at 12 noon Eastern Time, which takes a close look at brand new music and all the big concert information that's been announced for the next couple of months. Check out the Z-Report Live Lunch. It's happening today, 12 noon Eastern Time, on our stream at jmtheam.org.
تای دالش ما ای زایی خیل زایی خیل بار این مرده ای کال و ای سه بعد ای رادش ما ای زایی خیل زایی خیل بار این مرده ای کال و ای سه بعد ای رادش ما ای زایی خیل زایی خیل بار این مرده ای کال و ای سه بعد ای رادش ما ای زایی خیل زایی خیل بار این مرده It's Yaakov Shweki off of the uh, CD entitled Cry No More. We call that Kedai. Before that, Hafachta done by Avram Avram Fried. Yehuda Green had Hodula Shem Wednesday morning on this 1st of May, the 21st of ER, and day 36 in the counting of the Omer.
you've made it till now, keep going strong. Shavu is coming up uh, two weeks from today, believe it or not. And Yom Yerushalayim, one week from today, we're going to be at Beit Dorot, broadcasting from Jerusalem, one of the key places in the Six-Day War, one of the key victories uh, at Beit Dorot in northeast Jerusalem. We'll be there one week from today. Join us. What better place to a broadcast? If you can't be in Israel, at least listen to a broadcast from Israel and feel connected to the holy city of Jerusalem. We'll do that one week from today, and we thank our friends at Beit Dorot and all the people who are going to be hosting us uh, including Krib Efrat and Amuna and uh, Orme or Bracha, all hosting us during our short stay in the Holy Land next week. The Reitz dinner takes place tonight at the Grand Hyatt in New York City. Mazal Tov to all the honor- to all the honorees, Rabbi Hyman and Ann Arbusfeld, Rabbi Herschel Schachter and Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler. A Mazal Tov as the uh, gala evening of tribute takes place this evening at the Grand Hyatt. Last minute information at 212 960 0852, again, Mazal Tov to all the honorees. The uh, auction we mentioned yesterday, the Kestemau and Company auction of uh, fine Judaica printed books, manuscripts, autograph letters, etc., including the Holy Land Travel Collection of uh, Nat Lewin. Uh, this whole uh, auction takes place this coming Thursday, May 2nd, starting at 3 p.m., uh, auctioneers of Rare Books, Manuscripts, and Fine Art by Kestenbaum and Company. Phone number for information at 212-366-1197. 212-366-1197. Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School is their 65th annual dinner coming up this coming Thursday night. Mazal tov to all the honorees, including uh, Bobby and Michael Luxemburg and Davida Statenmauer and Dr. Karen Borger and Mark Dunnick. A uh, mazal tov to all of them who are being recognized this coming Thursday night. Information about the dinner, 973-597-1115, 973-597-1115. Linden, New Jersey, we mentioned that when the OU did the uh, OU Jewish Communities Fair, there were so many communities from around the United States that were represented. We saw Linden, New Jersey there, and they have a spring Shabbaton where they will be introducing everybody to the concept of the Orthodox Jewish community of Linden coming up this Shabbos. And the information, you can uh, dial 908-486-8616, 908-486-8616, as Linden, New Jersey opens its doors to the quiet revolution, that they call it, that is going on in the Orthodox Jewish community there. Want to acknowledge the Yachad family Shabbaton, which I'm assuming, based on what I'm reading, that it's completely sold out for this Shabbos up at the Hudson Valley Resort and Spa uh, up, up in uh, Kerhunksen, New York. Yet another great job by Yachad as they are providing amazing programming for every member of the family uh, this coming uh, Shabbos, this coming weekend up at the Hudson Valley Resort. And again, that event is sold out. A lot of people are going to be benefiting from it. Kol to Yachad and their staff for putting together another great get-together. Shlomo Katz is going to be in Pomona, New York, this coming Saturday night from 10 p.m. until whenever. It'll be at the Shlomo Minion in Pomona, New York, right near Muncie. There's something called a Shlomo Minion that we've become familiar with. And the Shlomo is not referring to Shlomo Katz, of course. is referring to the late great Shlomo Kalbach. But Shlomo Katz will be there this coming Saturday night for a Kumsitz in Pomona. Information, you can go to uh, his website and... Um, and you'll find all the information regarding his uh, his calendar, his uh, event schedule, etc. He'll be Yom Yerushalayim next week at the Kotel with Chaim David, and then back to New York May 22nd, uh, up in uh, Schenectady, New York, 
where he'll be performing on the 22nd. All right, we have uh, an amazing panel coming up. The Vad Latzalas Nidchei Yisrael has their dinner on May the 8th, one week from tonight. Dr. Rosenstein again insists that it's one of the most amazing events and one of the most incredible organizations. He has brought along some very special guests, as we've been telling you over the last few days, and we will meet them coming up right here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser has said his words, Zechanishmas are of Zebin, Rabbi Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We have to bear in mind the Sahara, the evil inclination, tries to impede our Torah learning. We know that Barasi Sahara, Barasi Torah Tavlin, that Hashem created the evil inclination. However, the Torah was created as an antidote. Part of our avoda during the days of Sphira is to overcome the challenges that may interfere with our efforts to learn Torah. Our sages tell us that on the night before Kabbalah Satora, receiving the Torah, Klal Yisrael was sleeping. Since the Yitzhar realized the importance of this momentous occasion, he made one last-ditch effort to try and catch the Jewish nation off guard. This is incidentally one of the primary reasons for the custom to stay up and learn the entire night of Shavuos. We demonstrate our readiness and willingness to fight for Torah. Hagon Rav Achoron Wasserman explains the incident of the angel's encounter with Yaakov Avinu in a similar way. He asks why the angel sought specifically to wrestle with Yaakov instead of Avraham and Yitzchak. He explains that Avraham represents the pillar of Chesed. Yitzchak was the pillar of Avoida. However, Yaakov Avinu, he was the pillar of Torah. The Yitzhahara knew that its ultimate downfall would not be determined by Chesed or Avoida. Only Torah threatens the Yitzhahara's very existence. Rabbeinu Yitzchak of Pazna was also known as Rabbi Yitzchak HaGadol because he was the greatest in his generation. The Chaz of Lublin was one of his grandchildren. He related the following. Rabbi Avram was the father of Rabbi Yitzchak. He had been Rav of the Kila of Pazno. Now, before his passing, Rabbi Yitzchak was still very young. He transferred the rabbinate to his older son, Rabbi Yosef. He instructed him to supervise the young Yitzchak and to learn with him well. Yitzchak, however, was not ready to learn Gemara. His older brother would reproach him strongly and from time to time would even give him a punishment. On the night of his bar mitzvah, Rav Yitzchok remained in Shul alone. It was after Mariv, and he hid underneath one of the benches. After everyone had left, Rav Yitzchok approached the Aaron Kodesh. He opened its doors, and he began to pray. He cried that Hashem should bequeath him with the brain and heart to understand the depths of Torah. He cried bitterly until he fell to the floor into a deep sleep. As he slept, his father appeared to him, and promised to teach him Torah every night. One night, his father didn't come. Yitzchak was frightened. The next night, he hid in the shul again. He opened the Aron Kodesh. He cried out, Father, what was my transgression? Why didn't you come to learn with me? He was wailing and sobbing. Yitzchak once again fell into a deep sleep. His father reappeared and assured him that he had not, God forbid, sinned in any way. He said, from now on, I will continue to learn with you, I promise, from time to time. 
However, you now know the entire Torah, and I no longer have to come every evening. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday here at 91.1 FM. FM in the Catskills on the web, jmtheam.org. And one week from tonight, the Vad Latzalas Nidche Yisrael has their annual dinner. Many distinguished honorees, many distinguished Torah leaders will be uh, present. Many of them have actually been to Tbilisi and Baku and other areas and have enjoyed and been inspired themselves, in addition to bringing inspiration to people who are building those communities in the former Soviet Union. Information about all of this and the dinner one week from tonight, you can email zvad, that's Z-V-A-A-D, at AOL.com, or dial 718-252-5974, 718-252-5974. The first person to ever bring the Vad Latzalas Nidche Yisrael to our attention is uh, Dr. Joel Rosenstein, who joins us here in our studio. Good morning, Dr. Rosenstein. Yeah, good morning, Rabbi Nachum. Well, we have one Gadol B'Tayra who hasn't come to Baku or Tbilisi yet. Hmm, let me think. Who could that be? Should I go Rabbi to... Nachum Siegel. He has never been there. Never been there. Because... We beg him to come. Well, first... Now Roy is going to ask him to come. Oh, really? Paris Levin's going to ask him to come because really? next year's trip without Nachum is not going to go. Really? It's not going to go. We are canceling the 2014 journey without me, you No, saying. we're not canceling it. We're going to make sure that you're going to be there, Did he say it's a no-go if I don't show up? That's what I heard. Well, Dr. Rosenstein, good morning and welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Rabbi Nachum. As usual, thank you so much for giving us the time to be on the air. We have with us two people. I don't know who to start with. Peretz Levin, who came on the last trip, and Talmud of Rav Belsky, who I found out is one of the best dancers of that age. You know, he's only 21, but he dances like a 10-year-old. He danced even there, on the other side of the world? At the chuppah of our Talmud and Talmida, who got married at Tbilisi. You were there for the wedding? We were there for the wedding. Amazing. Avram Reeder, who's been a board member for years, walked in in the middle of the wedding and started to cry. He says, I haven't been here for 12 years. Look at that. This is our people. We made a whole community. So that community just continues to grow. Absolutely. And Mr. Roy Newberger who went on his own. He didn't even ask our permission. Really? He just went with the head just of Just decided to head over there. From Shvutami, <laughs> it's true. First thing I knew about it was when Rabbi Levine said we had some visitors. And somehow you found out about it. Well, you word, know, word filtered back well, to Rabbi the United Levine, States. Rabbi Levine knows if he doesn't tell us everything that goes on there, he's in big trouble with Rosenstein. So, you know, and Roy Newberger has never stopped thanking you for finding out that he showed up there at the police. <laughs> Let me say good morning. Uh, Peretz Chaim Levin, good morning to you. Good morning, Nachum. And we will, of course, discuss the journey and how important it is to support the Vod. With all my kidding and everything else, everyone knows that with the time that I dedicate to this cause, obviously here we think it's very important. And Roy Newberger, welcome back to JM and the AM. Nachum, I cannot tell you what a simcha it is to be here. <laughs> I ne- we never forgot, my wife and I, who's with us in the studio this morning, our beautiful, beautiful show with you a few years ago. It's still, uh, what a simple. You should know that uh, I went back to uh, to look at your biography and to just refresh myself, and I basically had remembered everything about you. That's how intrigued I was about your upbringing and uh, the journey that has taken you all the way. Until today, many people, of course, are familiar with your books and your... your I read the books in 24 hours, both books. I couldn't put them down. <laughs> and how, how, well, how well you speak and everything else. And look at that. You have a great fan of Dr. Rosenstein. And you are the guest speaker coming up 
next Wednesday. And, and one mistake I had made, I had remembered because you, you, you're you're a uh, you're a Wolverine, right? You went to University of Michigan. That is correct. You and your wife both went to University. But I had thought, I, I, <laughs> am I right or wrong? Yeah, you're hundred percent right. Which is, you don't make mistakes. Which, as I told you last time, is very significant in this building. Our leader, our general manager, is a University of Michigan oh. graduate. How do you? And I have a nephew there today at University of Michigan. Do you have any idea if there's a ma- massive Jewish presence there today or not? There is such a massive Jewish presence in the name and the person of Reb Fully Eisenberger, who runs an absolutely fantastic program. Do you ever go to visit? Twice every year. You're back the, in Michigan. For the last, what is it, eight years? No problem. wonder you look so collegiate. You, you've been able to keep that youthful enthusiasm right, right, by right, visiting right. your alma mater. I, I, <laughs> it's, I tell you, Nachum, it's very emotional to be there because on our spiritual journey, one of the greatest events happened there. I really want to say I discovered Hashem at 606 East Ann Street in Ann Arbor, Michigan. You're serious. I'm very serious. At 2 a.m. on January 10th, 1966, a life, the, the, the most incredible moment probably of my my entire life and our life we were already married there and to go back there is, is a tremendously emotional so I get very emotional in Ann Arbor we're there twice a year to speak to this fantastic Rip Foley Eisenberg is fantastic and you visit that very spot I would guess absolutely I, I, I think we should be lobbying for one of those historical markers <laughs> <that's> mark. <laughs> you know it's funny and, and I didn't realize again just to review because a lot of people in the audience may not have heard our first conversation years ago is that possible I don't, it might be possible there's some new listeners out there so just to review some of this you were already married when you and your wife Correct. discovered Judaism together that is correct. And if I recall, it, it, I had read online, I, I forgot which uh, which school it says you went to. You did not go to Horace Mann. Ethical culture school. It was not Horace Mann. Fieldston, no. I don't know why. Oh, so it was near Horace Mann. Sure. It was up in the Fieldston yeah, section of the like Bronx. Half a, half a mile away. Oh, so that's where it was, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I had gone to high school in Riverdale, and I, you know, so I was, uh, yeah, we're Lodzman, <laughs> as they say. But, 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 <laughs> but just to emphasize... I believe you told us last time that you had never walked into a synagogue even on Yom Kippur. True or false? 100%, 100% true. 100% true. Did even on Yom Kippur, your parents... Nothing. Nothing. We, we, I, had a, I, I had a bris at the age of 31, Nachem. That I don't remember. I wow. had a bris at the age of 31. May I just give you two more statistics from my Please. family? I want to tell you, my father was Nifter, he passed away a little over two years ago at the age of 107 and Correct. a half. It made the headlines and, everywhere. And that's true, he right. was a famous man. Correct. But even a more amazing statistic is that he put on tefillin for the first time in his life at the age of 100, a week before his 105th birthday. Right. I think that's probably a Jewish world record. It's got to be. <laughs> and uh, just after reading my book, 2020 Vision, it had something to do with it. Unbelievable. What was the, Any other statistics you wanted to mention? Or, uh, that, or that's enough for that'll now? That'll do for now. <laughs> Can I mention one thing sure. about Ann Arbor? I also Please. became about Cuba in Ann Arbor. What? I met my wife in Ann Arbor. How do you like that? And we got engaged. Before we left Ann Arbor, we told our mother and my parents that we're getting engaged. You see this? We're all... Camp Kiyuma. We ate watermelon all summer long. And the waiter finally said, don't you guys eat anything but watermelon? (laughs) And we have to explain to them there was nothing else we could eat in the Ann Arbor restaurant. It's amazing. (laughs) We're all connected. It's absolutely incredible. I'm sure you believe in this divine fate, how everything, in fact, is connected and... We discover all these things that are amazing. Reb Nachem, may I just add one sure. item over here? Reb Peretz 
Chaim Levin. That's the full name, yes. Yes. I would like to tell you, if I may, how we met. So you know each other before today? We before sure, this VOD event was announced? You, you want to hear something I'd amazing? I'd like to hear this, yes. About, I'd say, what, 11, 12 years ago? At the end of the summer, my wife and I were, what shall I say, wiped out. And we decided to take a, w- <coughs> a week off in R&R <coughs> in, the, in, the, in the wilds of Acadia National Park, Maine. Hmm. So, okay, you're not going to see a few, uh, you know, deer and squirrels and right. stuff, but you're not going to... S- so we're walking along this beautiful path in the wilds of Maine, and we see this gentleman with a beard approaching us. He sure looked like a yid. And so we stopped, just the three of us in the middle of the woods. We introduced each other. His name was Chaim Peretz Levin, or Peretz Chaim, excuse me. And um, what's your name, Roy Newberg? I just read your book! <laughs> that's what he does on vacation. That's, he reads Roy Newberg. <laughs> that's that's what, how we met. And he's not, he's Acadia man number one. I'm Acadia man number two. And that's how that's it all the started. National Park? That's the way I'm wearing this hat. Right. To remind us of that incident. That's how we met. He's my, uh, I would say, he's my Rebbe as far as being able to recognize Akash Baruch Hu and everything that happens in the world and any event. From reading his book, I always, as I internalized, that was one thing I internalized, was that anything that goes on in the world, you see, and if you open your eyes, you'll see Akash Baruch Hu is sending you messages. And if you pick up on those messages, it's great. Wait a second. Were you in Shul Yom Kippur as a youth? I certainly was. Okay. So it took Roy Newberger, in fact, to instill that in you. This was not something that people like you and I should have had inculcated in us growing up? Well, I'm sure I had it, but it, after reading his book and seeing how he made it, went through his journey, it's something which I really, it gave me, it had a big ration on me. And uh, as, as a matter of fact, as you can see, my reaction when I met him in right. the middle of Maine Woods. Right. And, uh, <laughs> I read your book. <laughs> and I just finished it just a little, a few weeks before. And uh, and just, you know, t- how Karch Baruch sends many different messages and doors for you to open. And you, have, and you just have to know to open up the right one. Right. And you never know what you'll find behind it. Is that frustrating to you? That people who do have the background that myself, Rabbi Levin, might have, do not have not yet discovered or don't understand to the degree that you do about the hand of God? It's a huge, um, what shall I say, it impels us, my wife and me, to feel that we really have a lot to say to the firm world and they love our, when we come to speak to them, they, they love it. We were at a very firm um, uh, school in Muncie a few weeks ago. These girls loved our presentation high school girls because it inspired them the 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 the, 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 Menahelis, the principal was so thrilled um, uh, because he, we here we were we grew up with absolutely nothing did not know didn't know what a challah was didn't know what a mezuzah was didn't know what Yom Kippur was what Pesach was and we we could had everything we could do anything we wanted live any way we wanted we tried it all as I say the only thing thank God I never tried was drugs mm-hmm. but it just about everything else we, we tried and we found out the every lifestyle is totally empty and there's only Torah that's all there is in the world so what it's, was the most Jewish thing growing up the most Jewish thing was running away <laughs> meaning 
running away from being Jewish. I'm not Jewish. No, I, but there there had to have been. Was there a dinner your parents went to every year that was a Jewish dinner? or no, so, Nothing. No, there was nothing. Running away, what, we, we don't have time for it in the year, but I have some incredible stories but, that, that illustrate this. But we had no Jewish content to our life. And um, we were so clearly Jewish. My, you know, my father's middle name is Rothschild. My mother's maiden name was Salant. And we had absolutely nothing, zero, no bris, no bar mitzvah, not even Hanukkah, no, nothing. When we so had, the UJA never showed up at your father's door for a donation? They never showed up at my father's door for a donation. My father was a very generous man. Right. Well known. And, 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 and they never showed up at our door for a donation. And um, we were... I was so embarrassed to be Jewish that at our, at, at our wedding... Which was eleven years before we came became observant. I, I, I no rabbi, no rabbi. And then when my wife's grandfather insisted on a rabbi, I said, well, "Okay, only super reform, and I don't want one word of Hebrew in the ceremony." Simple as that. And, and I, I'm allergic. I'm going to break out in hives if I hear one word of Hebrew. And then we realized a few years later, we we're running away from ourselves. We we're running away from Hashem. And there's no place to run. I'm only half kidding when I ask this question. You're in sixth grade. You can't make it to school because you're not feeling well. Does your mother offer you chicken soup? <laughs> because, chicken soup? Because if yes, then that might be the answer to my question. That that would be even that. There, no, was no, no, there was no no indication. No way, baby. There was no indication that because we are the way we are, or we come from where we come from, we eat this, we do this. No way. We have this one yearly no ritual. Way. There's no such thing. No way. Nothing. And the, I'm, I'm always happy though because the emptiness was so complete that when we oh, when it's I, better to hit rock bottom. That's you think? exactly it is better to right hit. because because you know if if you have a little if you have one ounce of Yiddishkeit in your life you can say oh I know what that is and it's no good I reject it but I couldn't say that I had nothing to reject and that's why when we discovered it and we met Rebbe and Esther Youngrice in 1974 we realized this is it. And we were able to jump in with both feet, and in you know, in one instant, that was right. it. Roy Newberger in a great panel with us this morning. We'll get to more of the VOD in a moment. So, from the moment that that this landmark event happened in Ann Arbor, how much after that were you and your wife, based on your standards, considered Orthodox Jews? Eight years later. Eight, eight, years eight later. and a half years later. Eight and and, and that later. journey, how would you describe... I know it's a long conversation, but how would you describe that journey? So, so in, in Ann Arbor, I, I, I learned to believe that Hashem is a God, but I didn't want to be Jewish. So that's when I got into... We, we really got into Hinduism, Buddhism, finally Christianity. That was the end. So there's somebody supervising everything on right, this world. At, at that, now the question is who? That, Exactly. When we rejected those three practices, so then there was nothing left. And there was an incredible incident, which is probably, will take too much time right now, right. So, um, which made me realize there's nothing left. The only thing I don't know anything about is being Jewish. Right. And, then we, and then at that instant... Hashem introduced us to Rebbe and Young Rice. There's no other way to describe it. So can we verbalize what it is about Judaism that might be missing from other followings? Like, I don't know if we could do this in 30 seconds, but is there a way to tell people out there, hey, 
if you're if you're in the from community, if you're in the traditional uh, you know community, and you have all these questions, let me, Roy Newberger, who's already done all this exploration, let me tell you the following. Our story in itself is very powerful, um, and um, I, I, I mean the fact that we tried everything. I, I can attest that every way of life in the world. Is, uh, is is empty. And how? Do, what's the test? The test is that the Malach, the angel, came to us, every person in the womb, and taught us the Torah. So when we finally meet that Torah in its purity, in its truth, right. you recognize it. Right. Because you recognize you've been listening to baloney uh, the whole uh, all along right. up to that point and, and and the relief to begin living your life according to uh, according to those words that you yourself heard in the womb which you recognize now as oh I heard these words before and you you know the angel taught them to you and then every mitzvah every halacha you add to your life you just feel oh it's this is it this is right this is right we had no hesitation learning more and more and more and more and more what a relief i can breathe i can live i i was dead up to now now i'm alive so if i know people who are i don't know in the corporate world and hanging out with wealthy people and famous people and you know have a choice three times today of the largest non-kosher buffets imaginable because of the circles that they're hanging out with yet they tell me that the biggest enjoyment they get is when they go back to their hotel room and listen to Hasidic music. You understand that? I 100% understand that. You understand how, the, how the, it, it is not desirable, the food that's offered them, and the emptiness of the golf courses and the, and, and, the, and the stock exchange is evident to them? All that you understand. I grew up with a stock exchange, and I'd just like to add in about 15 seconds, today we're seeing the world falling apart little by little, drop by drop. The, the society we've been used to all our lives is 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 really in chaos on every level and right now it's becoming so tremendously clear that there's nothing but torah there's just nothing but torah because everything else is falling apart so to the to the orthodox yeshiva high school student especially those who might be listening to this program modern orthodox high schools who who are dancing in a lot of different worlds and ha- and struggle these questions every single day you would say to them Stick with it. You are you are you 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 are in an environment with your family and friends that that unfortunately you can't appreciate because you don't know what goes on, you know, in other circles. But is the most the A one the best the 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 most productive and emotionally satisfying situation you could be in. Hundred percent. In the turbulent waters of our time, there's only one life preserver. T O R A H. And make the most of it. And make the most of it. Roy, Roy Newberger is here. He is the guest speaker. By the way, a week from tonight, the guest speech will be on what topic? I mean, I assume it has to include part of your journey to the uh, to the former Soviet Union, right? Oh, 100%. But will you include some of these inspiring tales of your background as well? I, ho- I hope to. I-, I actually have to think about what to say, right? <laughs> Before I speak, I should think about what I'm going to say. We have a very loaded program, Mr. Newberger. So we, we told you you have 12 minutes instead of 10. Is that, is that, is that difficult for you, a world-renowned speaker, to be limited to 12 minutes? No, is that it's a, beautiful. That's not a difficult task. It's beautiful. You, you can come in under time, it's, you're saying. I like to. You can. I, I like to. It's good. People who speak too long, it's a tircha. It's, it's, it's an imposition on people's time. I mean, there are speakers who are told 12 minutes and automatically go 20. You're not that type, you're saying. 
I am not that. I will try to come in at 12 minutes, <laughs> and it's a discipline to be able to distill one's thoughts in a limited amount of time. Right, that's true. It's good. It's sort better. Of, sort of like radio. Sort of I like mean, radio. I mean, this is you know, this is a soundbite environment. You know what I mean, Mr. Newberger? Okay. The, I, I guess that means I should shut up. <laughs> Not at all. Trust me, you're fine. The Vad Latzolas in Chayistrol annual dinner happens on Wednesday, May 8th. It is uh, one week from tonight, and uh, it will, will in fact, or by Solomon or Ibelsky be in attendance? Absolutely. They will I'm, both be there. They will both be there, Mitzvah. And they Salman, both, they've both been there, right? They've both Rav been. Salman has been many, many times in Baku, Cuba, St. Petersburg, uh, Moscow, wherever. He's seen it firsthand. He's Kishinev. Cuba is a place where Rav Salman flew in on a helicopter, Rav Nachum, like the president comes in because it was snowing in Baku and we couldn't get off. And you, you got to meet Rav Salman. Everybody knows he hasn't been well. But his Mesiris Nefesh for the Russian jury is unbelievable. As you remember, uh, Mr. Zakheim Zolgazunzain flew him last year. As sick as Rav Salman was, he flew him in a private plane. He insisted on he going. He insisted on going. He believes that we have to bring back Torah, which we're doing to all Russian Jewry. As I say every year when I come in your program, Nachum, there's over a million Jews in greater Russia. Uh, we know what's going on in the Ukraine. Rabbi Bleich, thank God, has built Kiev into a Mokham Torah. Uh, we have Rabbi Mandel from Toronto, Shema Yisrael, who is doing great all over Russia. And the Varat Salas Nitri Yisrael in Tbilisi, Baku, and Cuba has brought many people back. We're having an honoree. A lady who's we've discovered works in New York, lives in New York and Washington Heights, a from young lady. Mindy, whose last name is way too complicated for me we to try to pronounce. Mindy is Mindy. That's it. And she's accepting the honor and memory of her mother, Rachel. But her mother was born in Baku, right. and Mindy was born in Tbilisi. Right. And the couple that got married when we came there... Are, is her cousin. Wow. And they're all Bali Tshuva. And they're all Shaira Shabbos. And this is all the work of Rav Salman. And let me tell you, Rav Belsky, we were in a quandary. Rav Salman could not go this year. He really was, was not that well. And who are we going to get? And Rav Belsky, Nebuch, came out of Misa last year. Misa. We, we know about that story. Three months. Three months. And when I said to people, I'm going to Rav Belsky, because some of my board members said, Rav Belsky will go. I'm not going to tell you what I had with his family because, you know, I got calls. They were not thrilled. <laughs> they were not thrilled. <laughs> so his daughter, Zolgazunsein, she's married to the head of the Kailil in uh, Miami Beach. She called me up and she says, what are you doing with my father? What are you doing? I said, well, I have doctors going. She says, yeah, doctors? Which doctors? I says, well, I have Dr. Mann. She says, Dr. Mann? She's a gynecologist. <laughs> she ain't going to help my father. I said, well, we have a skin doctor coming, Dr. Weiss. Well, how is that going to help my father? We have Dr. Chaim Weiss, who's a skin yeah. doctor, comes on trips. No, I'm just well, I was kidding. Kid. So she says, I want Dr. Kirsten to come. His heart. I said, right. fine. No problem. Get Dr. Kirsten on board. Rav Belsky said, I'm going. God gave me life. I'm going to get my Talmidim to come. I am going. And you should have seen him, Ravel. You should have seen Ravelsky in Russia. You should have seen him. Gave him life. You were there, Ravel? Yeah. It was the most unbelievable experience. I actually, Ravelsky, I had to be in France the week before. So he said, if you're going to be in France, you come with me to Azerbaijan and Georgia. And uh, you'll see what's going on over there. And when we got to, first we were in Azerbaijan, Baku, which is an unbelievable place. A, I mean, these cities... 
I never even knew they existed before in my life. Yeah. And then, you know, I went to, like went most to, people. <laughs> going to this place, it's, it's like seven, 8,000 miles away from New York, and I see this city that's like a boom town. I mean, there's skyscrapers all over the place, and I didn't realize that this was like one of the oil capitals of the world. Mm. But uh, and With real hotels and everything? With real hotels. Wow. Uh, and uh, we went there, and uh, it's just amazing. There's so many Yidden Jews over there. We went, like men- uh, Dr. Bergenstein mentioned, uh, Cuba. That whole city is almost all Yidden. The whole, like 25, 30,000 people. And these are people who've been suffered under the communist regime for 70 years. And they still they still remember Yiddishkeit. They want people to come to them to tell them about what's going on. And we have to go and help them because no one else is going to help them. So we went up there, and, uh, and Rebelsky was, he went in Baku. He went to every single classroom. We spoke to every single child and every single teacher and gave them so much chizik. And they were so... They were so thankful that we came and that, that they were there for that we were there for them, and in Cuba as well. Cuba is again they are building new shuls there, and all as a result of the efforts of the VAD. Otherwise, there would be nothing going on. And then when we went to Tbilisi, so the first day we were in Tbilisi, there was this wedding that Dr. Rosenstein had mentioned, and it was the most unbelievable thing because I've been at many weddings that Rubelsky has been at, and I've never ever seen him dance like he danced. He said maybe a close Talmud's wedding. I mean, it was that's what gave me chizuk to dance so well because if, if Rubelsky is dancing, I shouldn't dance. It was just, uh, I mean, the person who would just. Like you said, he would just came out of a very, very trying situation, and there he was on the dance floor dancing with the chassan, like any, like it was like amazing, amazing. And sight. the sheva brachas that night, listen, Nachum, as I said, I spoke at the sheva brachas. I said, I and my wife, I think we average fifty chassanas a year. I mean, it's, you know, we just had a grandson got engaged last week. You Mazel were away, Nachum, but we announced it on, oh, despite you not being here. See that? <laughs> Things can continue. Yeah. Anyway, we go to fair weddings, but. There was nothing like this wedding. All the weddings I go to. Maybe my own children's wedding and my grandchildren match the simcha I felt. Here are two people who would be... I don't want to say like Roy Newberger was. That wouldn't be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but they certainly... Maybe they had a Pintelian. Maybe they didn't. But you know the story about Rabbi Levine, how he grew up in Tbilisi without knowing he was a Jew. Right. And how a Catholic guy had to say to him, what are you doing here in this in this course for Catholicism? Go learn about Yiddishkeit. Which is very much the Roy Newberger story and, and Rabbi Levine's story is, is the same. From zero. From zero. One week from tonight, the Vod Lot Solicit Israel dinner honoring the Vod Presidium, Ephraim Hassenfeld, Moshe Menlowitz, and uh, Avi Schroen, plus, as we mentioned, uh, Mindy, who's going to be, uh, uh, be giving the Jewish Heritage Award in memory of her mother, Rachel. Uh, they're calling it the Tbilisi Baku Jewish Heritage Award. Information about the dinner, you can dial 718-252-5974, 718-252-5974. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, up in Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web. JMN.org in our studio, Peretz Chaim Levin, who you heard uh, will be at the dinner one week from tonight, right? He'll yes, be there. And so. was with Ravelsky on that amazing trip to the former Soviet Union. Dr. Joel Rosenstein, of course, who has discussed the VOD with us many times. And Roy Newberger, Roy Newberger, the great author and speaker, is here with his wife, Leah, and he's going to be the guest speaker one week from tonight at the VOD dinner uh, at the Ateris Chaya Hall in Brooklyn, New York. All right, so tell me about your journey. To uh, what city was it that you uh, spent? Tbilisi. On? To Tbilisi. Yeah. Why did you go to Tbilisi to begin <laughs> with? You know, they, they're asking me to go, and I'm finding every excuse not to. <laughs> First of all, Nachum, Tbilisi 
I just handed Reb Nachum a book of pictures. This is the photo of, album. Our, our trip, which was about two months ago in February of this year. Lots to, of snow on the ground there when you got there, I see. That was Moscow. There was, there's no snow in Tbilisi. Tbilisi, first of all, Tbilisi is an absolutely gorgeous city. We flew from Moscow. Well, you've been everywhere. You compare it to what American city? Tbilisi is like what? It's a different world. Really? It, it's a There's no comparison. It's a di- you're in halfway into the Orient. You are, uh, you know, as Dr. Rosenstein said, um, it, 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 it's you're, you're, you know you go over the Caucasus Mountains and these huge, gorgeous, eighteen thousand foot mountains, and you land in in, in a city that it, it, it's like a fairy tale. You you honestly you feel as if you're in the Orient. You you know you're near you're you're, you're near Iran. You're near you're you're, in, you're near Turkey, but you're on the eastern side of Turkey. Not you're near West. Chechnya. You're near Chechnya. You said it. And 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 Jews have lived here for 2,600 years. And so you're in this different world. And, you know, there is an amazing thing you find out. First, I want to tell you, we went we went with Shvotami, uh, another organization, does a different kind of work uh, from the Vad Atzol's Nidhi Yisrael in the same area. Um, and 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 um, we went to Moscow. We went to Yeshiva's Taurus Chaim in outside Moscow. We went to Tbilisi. We went to Odessa, and we went to Kiev. And we spoke. And the amazing, we spoke with the trans. I spoke in English. Believe me, I don't speak Georgian. Was a totally separate language, totally separate alphabet. Everything. They speak Russian. They speak Georgian. And you think, how am I going to get to these people? This is like going to Mars. This is a different world. And you find out, Am Yisrael is this one beautiful mishpacha. These are your brothers. These are your sisters. And you felt you were connecting to them. We felt of connecting. I'll give you one story. In the, this is this is it's the same thing as Tbilisi, but the 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 the, 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 the in Moscow at the yeshiva we had a translator, and the translator. Was what 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 what? Yeah, the tra- translator was a very sophisticated, famous Russian movie star. Twenty-nine <laughs> year old guy who did tshuva. He was learning in the yeshiva outside Moscow, and he was translating from English into Russian for me Friday night in outside Moscow. And this guy, in the middle of the program broke down crying. He couldn't go on. The story moved him so much, he had to ask another guy to continue for him. You made the translator cry. Made the translator cry. That's unbelievable. A movie star. The guy's a pro. A famous movie star. The same thing happens all over. It happened in Tbilisi. And um, we spoke at some of the beautiful... We met Rabbi Ariel Levine in Tbilisi, who is... The Vad Latzolus Nitzchei Yisrael is he they he works for them. They maintain all the programs. The, uh, this tzaddik, this tzaddik in Tbilisi, who who who, who 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 I can't begin to tell you. He he he's just such an adorable Jew. And we went everywhere with him. And uh, Rabbi Rosenstein just reminded me. We spoke at the wonderful, beautiful sem- seminary seminar. In Tbilisi. Seminary. Seminary. Thank you. Um, to a group of young women 
who were so, what shall I say, just imbued with the love of Yiddishkeit. And did the collar come from the seminary? I absolutely, yeah. absolutely. The seminary and is tied into Eretz Yisrael to Harnof. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Edelstein comes to visit, and it's tied into a college in Edison, New Jersey. And these ladies get a degree in Tyra. They get a degree in computers, and they get a college degree. This was something we started three years ago. The Hassenfeld family donated nice money to start it together with a, another family in, in Brooklyn. And the seminary has taken off. It's, it's unbelievable. We have already four graduates. Two are teaching for us. Two, four are married. Two of them are teaching other places in Russia. There's no other seminary in all of Russia. No other seminary in all of Russia. So you speak there. We spoke there. And they have a thirst. You could feel they have a... They could, we couldn't leave because... Questions, 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 questions. And, you know... And all being done with a translator. And all They're asking being questions. done with a translator. Now, my point and being that a lot of times that becomes tedious or difficult or, or more boring, and you're saying no, even with that. Dvaram min words from the heart, it just got through. And, you know, when we spoke for, like, you know, we spoke also for the little kids in Tbilisi, which I assume is also a VOD program. A brand new and kindergarten. Shlema Yehuda Rechnitz donated money for Tbilisi. We were a little down last year financially. It's been tough times. And we started a kindergarten. We rented a new place in the middle of all the embassies. Embassy Row, we rented a building there. And this is going to be the future growth of Tbilisi. You know, the Gutman family, I didn't mention before, together with the Hassenfeld, started the seminary. But it's been very hard for us to attract the young boys and girls who are going to Goyesh schools in Tbilisi. We estimate there are 300, 350 boys and girls going to Goyesh schools. And we went to Mr. Ratnitson in Los Angeles. We asked them to give us money so we can get to these people who are still in Goyesh schools, build up a secular program, hire physics, chemistry, right. and make it into a program that all the Yiddish kids will come to. So you speak even to the little ones? Even to the little ones. It was so The little girl got up and started reciting Pesukim, uh, biblical verses, and and this Reb Ariel Levine is there, and they love him. He's so real. He's such an honor. He's so humble, beautiful, a beautiful person, totally devoted to Am Yisrael. And, and, and um, I, you know, if, I, 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 I understand. If it weren't for the Vat, you know, you wouldn't have these, these people able to carry this out. Does, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Does Roy Newberger... When he observes people that are now like he was, for lack of a better point of reference, is it heartbreaking to you? Is it, is it, does it affect the joy you have for life? Do you still remain positive? And depending on your answer, I'll tell you where I'm going with this. Even more so, it gives, I think it gives us tremendous joy because first of all, they're there. So they'll listen. That's a beautiful thing. But I remember when I was like that, and there was nothing. And I know there's a pintalayid in there. We know there's a pintalayid. Ah, so you're happy even if they're at the very beginning of the journey. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, I got you now. So you're, you're there's no devastation there. You're full of hope. You're full of joy. Yeah. You're full of the knowledge, knowing that hey, they're on the road, even if they don't know it, they're on the road. Listen, if I, the world's champion, former anti-Semite of the world. <laughs> would you consider yourself that at that time? Yeah. No question about yeah, it. Yeah, really. I'm you serious. would have rather not hung out with Jews as Are a young Are you kidding? I, I denied I was Jewish. I really did. You absolutely denied. 100%. If someone would ask you, 
the answer would be something other than Jewish. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I would never have admitted I, that I that I'm Jewish. At the risk of getting too personal, but I'm so ne- curious, never too personal. You could always say you can't answer that. I question. can answer it. Did your siblings have a, have a similar journey, or would you say that they are that they are closer to where your parents were? They're or, really, or, or exactly where they were. Exactly where they were. A zillion years ago. Nothing happened except one thing. And that is that my wife and I had have taken pains from the beginning to remain close with them and to have shalom in the family. And they have tremendous respect for us. Last night we had dinner with my wife's brother, who's the same situation. And he loved it. He loves reading my columns every week. It's unbelievable. Our our siblings have tremendous respect for us, even though they have not yet um, summoned the courage or whatever you call it to um, make, to make the jump to realize that their you know their lives should really change. But that's a very big thing to do. Wow, there was you, a young. You can't imagine the how important these words are and the level that you're describing. Because I think based on my experience in this world, uh, you know, from those who have told me about their lives as Balei Tshuva, as those who've returned to the fold, it, it is often, wouldn't you agree, in the hands of the Balei themselves to make sure things end up the way you just described. Because we like to criticize, oh, my parents don't like the fact that I did this, they're not talking to me anymore. My siblings can't fathom what, I, what I've done, and you know, we, we never, we're, we're not associated with each other anymore. If, if, the, if those on your side make a strong effort, it would be a completely different story. Right? Huge thing. I once heard very quickly a, 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 a shear by Rabbi Kiba Tatz on this very topic. He said there, there are Bali Tshuva who say, you know, I can't associate with my parents because of their crazy lifestyle. Rabbi Kiba Tatz said, asked the question, why, Mr. Baltuva? Why do you think you became a Baltuva? Because your mother and your father had a restlessness inside, and they want, they couldn't do it. But you inherited that. It's only because of them that you became a Baltuva. So say thank you to your mother and father, because without them, you wouldn't be where you are today. Rav Salman tells a story about the young man who approached him in Tbilisi with a big cross hanging from his neck. And he asked him for a bracha. And Rav Salman said, well, you're not wearing a yarmulke. I can't give a bracha. He says, I don't have a yarmulke. Rav Salman took the yarmulke off his own head, put it on him, and of course said to him, please remove the cross. And he gave him a bracha. The next day he came to Rabbi Levine and he said, I threw away the cross. I'm a Yid. And I'll never take off this yarmulke that I got from Rav Salman. The pint of the Yid is all over Russia. It's all over America. It's our job. It's our job to say to Rav Belsky, say to Rav Salman, I'm here tonight. I've gone to a hundred dinners this year, but I'm coming here to this dinner because Rav Salman and Rav Belsky are saying we have to do for every Jew in Russia like we did for Roy Newberger and his rabbits. When's the next trip? The next trip is when Nachum Siegel no, says... Seriously, seriously, when's the next Three, trip? four weeks after Sukkot. Oh, soon. Yes, right October. after Sukkot. Right October. Sukkot is very early this year. Rabbi Levin, you would make this trip again or uh, what? Uh, it's... I definitely have a strong inclination to go. That's no Rav Belsky already told one of my board members he's going. In October. In October. He said, I'm going back. 
I didn't even invite him, and he's going. <laughs> so we, why? Because now he has joined Rav Salman as part of the Nasius of the Vad. That's another thing we're celebrating, that he will be part of the Nasius of the Vad, and uh, he will be leading us on the next trip in Yitz Hashem. We ask everybody to come to the dinner first. We need everybody's support. We need financial support. We also need people to come to the dinner. We need a thousand people at the dinner. I, I, I will not be able to be there. I'll be Yom Yerushalayim in Jerusalem. Well, I heard all about yeah. it, but you didn't ask me permission. Well, you didn't ask me permission to make a dinner on Yom Yerushalayim. So, uh, so, so, so I'll call it even. Wait a minute. Maybe you're going to sing our tip. Oh. <laughs> so, I just want to give an example of, of the work that the VAD is doing and how we need to have more financial help. One of the places that the VAD went during this last trip was a town called Guri. Which was Gori, Gori. Gori, which is at where Stalin was born, and um, Rivbelsky went and with the with the members of the Vad, and they were they went to this Jewish center, and there was a bunch of ladies who were there, and there were like 40, 50 ladies, young younger ladies, and they all said they all Shemr Shabbos, Tarez Mishpacha, all tried as much halacha as possible, but they need a rav. They're begging for someone. They're begging for a rav to guide them. And a chazan. And a chazan. So, first of all, there's an opportunity out there, but also in order to be able to, <laughs> in order to be able to support all these efforts, we need the help of the tzibor. If there's a shliach out there who's ready to go to Gori and be a shliach tzibor, the vad <laughs> will pay his salary. I'm saying it right now on the radio. That's the best number for the dinner: seven one eight two five two five nine seven four. Absolutely. But if anybody wants to call me today at nine one seven. Eight five five three three six two. I will take their call. You know, Nachum, what happened last time I was here with Ravad. Yeah, we got we, a nice donation for Ravad. Thank God. Unbelievable. Yeah, we got a rub from South Fallsburg. Rabbi Barros came on the trip, became a supporter of Baku, all because of Nachum Siegel. People, we can't go off before we. Talk well, Roy, Roy, no, no, Roy Newberger would say that it's all because of God, because uh, anything that we do huh? or accomplish, it all comes from above, right, Roy? Yeah, but you need Hashishtavus. You need Hashishtavus. Our job. If, to work. What's the work. most recent article you've written? What topic was it about? Uh, oh. Did you even remember with all the articles? No, I cannot. I don't remember what partial. Which we one got amazing response recently? Which one got got in, in, inordinate feedback, in your opinion? A recent article that you've written? Anything that you could think of that was just uh, off the charts? The way people reacted. What? What? what oh gosh, it was just. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, this really yes, a Zohar. <laughs> Actually, the Zohar was given to me by Rabelsky's son-in-law, Rabruvain Kohn in Kiryat Sefer. Yeah, and it's it's, it's, it's amazing because it says. It's 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 it says it says that ah ah I I, I saw an incredible uh, uh, Pesach that it says why do we take the wine out of the out of the cup during the during the seder right. to, you know I, I I was heard before you take a few drops right. out of the cup when you say the ten Makos, the ten right. plagues because you know because we feel sorry for we feel bad about all the destruction that happened to uh, to the to Mitzrim right. but uh, but but this. This I saw that it's brought down that the, these cu- these drops represent the exodus from Egypt, and what's left in the cup represents the what's going to happen in the Gula Shalim, the final redemption. In other words, the final redemption is going to be so much more than Mitzrayim right. that it's like a, a a drop compared to the whole cup. And uh, Ravain Cohn. Belsky's son-in-law sent me a Zohar saying that what what's going to be what was in Mitzrayim where it was only Paro, it's going to be every king in the whole world 
is going to happen to him and it's the Gula Shalim, the final redemption that the Torah is going to be supreme and we're going to resume our role on Yisrael as the leaders of the entire world so the comparison of the power of what happened in Egypt as compared to the power that the whole world is is is, is 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 going to have this incredible change at the time of the final redemption just gave, made people go nuts and 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 and, and people see the well this follows your narrative that we are on the cusp of some really heavy stuff coming 100%, 100%. up right this is your this is the Roy Newberger theory that we are just at the beginning of some very serious stuff. Is that how you would put it? Uh, 100%. I would just like to add to link the VOD into this, that in this period, when we are on the cusp of this, these earth-shaking events, and the earth is shaking, every uh, all the headlines just support the, this, all there is that we can do is, is is bring our people back to Torah in this and bring ourselves back to Torah. And this is what this, the Vod is doing in a part of the world that people don't even know about. And it, it's so powerful. And, 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 and I want to tell you, I, you know, uh, um, who am I? I'm nothing. But I, I, I really would want to think that what else gives Hashem Nachas? But when he sees his children coming back to him, and and, and this is what's happening in Tbilisi and Baku and in Kuba and, 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 and all, all these places, as as we said, that people right. have hardly heard about. And you and speaking of drops, you could attest to the fact that this is a drop in the bucket. There's so many hundreds and thousands of cities around the world where this could be duplicated. Right? It is unbelievable, hidden everywhere, and that's that ties in with the Zohar. Right. The, 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 every kingdom in the world, every the Jews are now all over the world. I mean, they're Jews in Kathmandu, they're Jews in I don't have to tell you where are there not Jews. Yeah, plus and, plus right here in this country. <laughs> yeah, Jersey City. Exactly. Yeah. Across the street we got plenty of people who need to come back. <laughs> Every everywhere. And this is the work this is the work that needs I'm used to us to come back. Are sure. people still buying your books? You know, it's unbelievable. I don't know where they get them, they are. They keep buying them up. They are. How does one obtain uh, your classic work? I, I, you know, do they walk into a Judaica shop, or we don't do that anymore? Now we I, do it online. I, I think you do it online, especially. My, I do have a website, tusinai.com, and um, and Amazon is is, is is a good place. I don't even know how people get books. And your book, the Central Park to Sinai, which. I don't know, I guess we have to call it a classic at this point because people just, you know, absolutely love it, as Rabbi Levin mentioned earlier. That was the book you were reading, or that was the one you were reading? Uh, for those of you who missed that part of the conversation, go back in the archive about 45 minutes ago. Uh, so, so this book was actually translated into other languages. Oh, yeah. It's out in Hebrew. It's out in Russian, which was the Russian, initial... Russian, Russian. Now it's in Russian. we got to ship some of those books to Baku. We are, we are, we are going to. It's They're in Tbilisi. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You, got, you got autograph requests in Tbilisi. Yeah. In fact, Rabbi Levine in Tbilisi wants to translate 2020 in, and both of them says we're going to sign it into Georgian. So it, wow. 2020 is now out in five languages. We were in Mexico last year. It's in Spanish. It's in Hebrew. It's in French. It came out in. Is there another book in the works, or that's it for your uh, book writing? Possibly. You don't know yet. We're working on something right now. With some of the because you know when you have a run of bestsellers, you don't want to risk that. You know what I mean? You don't. Yeah, you're right. It's got to be right. It's got to be right. And uh, it's Central be- Park. The sign I came out in what year? 2000, 13 oh, years ago. 13 years ago. Yeah, people are still reading it. Can, can I tell you a, a quick story? You're gonna love. Yeah, this you're story. kidding. I was, tell me all the stories you want. We're in Yerushalayim 
two months ago. I get in a cab. I couldn't get a cab that day. Why can't I get a cab? 20 minutes. Finally, I find the cab. It was Arab Shabbos. I had just spoken. I get in the cab, and I start talking with a driver. His name is Menashe, and he's a Bukharian Jew. He says, oh, what do you do here in Israel? Are you coming for a vectil? You know, No, no. My wife and I speak, and I'm an author. Oh, he said, and what, what books do you write? So I said, okay, take a look at my card. Here's my card. Here's the pictures of my book. He, the, he practically crashed the taxi. That's you? I said, Excuse me? <laughs> That's you? He said, turn around. What? Turn around? Excuse me? What? <laughs> What's going on here? Look on. Look behind you. Uh, the, the, uh, the thing was, he carried. Oh he carries in his cab <laughs> 2020 vision in Ivrit. <laughs> I couldn't believe when I got. when I, you'll, you, you. Now, and you know God is in control of which cab you get. You know that. <laughs> Tell me about so, it. So now you know why it was that specific. Tell time. me about of it. Of course. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Finally, so for every young man and woman in our audience who looks with jealous eyes at their neighbors who might be children of privilege, who might have everything they ever wanted, who might be in every little league they ever imagined, have every electronic device ever created, whose parents, thank God, never have a problem paying any type of bill, who, uh, who, who are, and, 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 and pine for an era when they and their family can enjoy the same thing. You would say to that child, Garnished, not garnished. I grew up on Fifth Avenue. GMG. I, GMG. I grew up on Fifth Avenue. I was when I was little. I was driven to school, ethical culture school, by a chauffeur with a shiny black cap. Boy, was that embarrassing! And you shut up the school in a limo. Uh huh. And 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 I had ev- we had everything. And when I grew up, I could have gone out with. Let's not go into it. But also any had, family you wanted. Yes, any family. Um, and um, we, we, you know, go to Paris and eat in any restaurant and blah 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 blah, and it's all empty. It's ashes. It's dust. It's depression. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's, it's just. It's only Torah. It's only. That's all there is. It's much better having Shabbos, having Torah, having Kashrus, even if it's difficult to pay the phone bill. Much better isn't. Is, is an understatement. It's it's as, as my it's wife, everything. As, as my wife always says, it's life versus death. That's life versus death. That's how drastic you would it, think. Absolutely, it's breathing versus being. You know, having no air. It's, it's chicken eating. soup and challenge versus <laughs> who knows what else. Right. <laughs> and I, I, again, I just want to add that organization like the VOD are bringing this truth home to our brethren in far-flung cities that we never heard of till now and call a vote to the VOD and to every organization that's doing this fantastic Having work. you here is always inspiring. I, do we do we love it? I say we because my wife is sitting here too. <laughs> Boy, this is the place. You are just... Nachem, the Shechina is here, I'm telling you. No, there's no Shechina. In this little outfit in Jersey City, you're saying. Yeah, right? sure. as humble a, As humble an abode as this is. You feel the presence of God Himself. I sure do. Amazing. And I, when I see your shining face, and I'm, I'm not flat, I'm not trying to flatter. It's just true. It's such a real person. Nachum has every important organization in the Yiddish world here. Oh, and by the way, Rab Nachum, by the way, might argue with that. I yes. forgot to tell whoever was here last year, last week, yeah. about now. Uh, there's another 18 chai coming to WFMU. Ah, there you go. Because I did we're making, very, mu- we're making money. New, we're making money hand over fist. A new granddaughter coming here. <laughs> Keep 
them coming, Doctor. Tonight's the vert in Baltimore. <laughs> Fantastic! I love it. I'm telling you, we got to start counting grandsons-in-laws and granddaughters-in-law. We got to start counting everyone. Well, I'm hoping everyone will follow my example and donate next year's campaign. Amen to that. Do you uh, have the privilege of enjoying grandchildren? Do you have any grandchildren? Baruch Hashem. You got you got the, a nice gaggle of grandchildren. Baruch Hashem. I will tell you, actually, we go to the next generation now. We have a great granddaughter in Eretz Israel. You're a great grandfather. Yes. Baruch Hashem. Hodul Hashem. Kitov Kilom Chazal. You're a great grandfather. I am, and my wife is a great grandmother. She's really great. Did your father leave this world as a great grandfather? Oh, he sure did. He, and they came to him. Not great, great. No. They came to him. No, the, this, the great-granddaughter is about a year old. Baruch Hashem. We have children in Eretz Israel. We have children in the United States. Baruch Hashem. And they did not. Nobody in Ann Arbor. Nobody in Ann Arbor. <laughs> you aware of the fact that you lost the national championship or you don't follow that? I have no clue. You have no idea that Louisville beat Michigan last month in a national championship. I didn't know there's a college in Louisville. <laughs> you, you have no you had no clue about that. No clue. The entire sports world was talking about it. But I will tell it. you on January tenth, nineteen sixty six, a Malach came to Ann Arbor, Michigan and told me that there's a Hashem in this world. And that changed my life. That's to me, Ann Arbor, Michigan will never will always be famous because of that chapter in history of Amisrong. Unbelievable. I'm gonna ask my friend Ken Devine if he could introduce you to our uh, manager Ken Friedman who's in the next room. I told you he's a fellow Wolverine. Ah, yes. You could reminisce about, uh, what street was that on? Uh, 606 yeah, East Ann Street. You, you could reminisce about, <laughs> about the good old days on campus. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Roy Newberger. Thank you. Peretz Chaim Levin, thank you. See you at the dinner. Or I'm sure many people will see you at the dinner next Wednesday night. Enjoy. And thank you for being here today. Thank you. Dr. Rosenstein, God bless you. Keep it coming with these amazing visits to Baku and Tbilisi and every other place that we never heard of until you showed up here at WFMU. 718-252-5974. Mr. Monk is waiting for your reservations. Call me, 917-855-3362. Help us keep on supporting the hundreds of boys and girls, the seminary, the mikvahs. We didn't mention the mikvahs. That's right. Support it all with one phone number. The mikvah in Tbilisi, which the Newburgers visited, has a motel attached to it, four bedrooms. To service people from all over. It's amazing. Yes, there it is. Underwater motel. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You've heard of an ice motel? (laughs) They have an underwater motel. I hope you're back before... Your next book is complete. Let's not oh. ma- let's not make this every three four years, Mister Newberg. I agree. Let's, let's try to do this. You know, you, we love it here. You come out with one of those landmark articles. Let's get you on the air. Let's you know. Okay. Let, let, let's have one of these conversations. Okay. Let's again. I don't think we could do this often enough to reassure people that the life that they are in, that when they sit down with their children and grandchildren and great grandchildren on a yuntif two weeks from today, right? A yuntif two weeks from today. When they sit down on a yuntif two weeks from today, they have everything. They are the everything. richest. They are the richest people in the world. That is, that, And by the way, I always say that. This is not just a throwaway line for today's show. MS. I always say that. We are the richest people in the world, and we need to remember that, even through all the trials and tribulations of life. And you wake up healthy, God, uh, God willing. Everyone's healthy, and, and, you're, and you're able to sit with all those generations. You have to realize what kind of wealth you have. It's a very tough world. People are suffering. There's so much pain in this world. And Reb Nachem, I could not agree with you more. We must keep this in mind that our Torah makes us bigger than billionaires. And, um, and we're going to see very soon, with God's help, 
a world where everyone is going to realize that. Very soon, in your opinion. I, uh, Reb Moshe Shapira Shlita told me in person very recently, Mashiach. Will, I don't. Oh gosh, I don't know if he wants me to say it, but you know what? I'm going to say it. Mashiach will be here a long time before 2020. Wow. Oh, boy. Read the book, folks, if you want more details on that. Roy Newberger had a great panel. Thank you very much. The VOD dinner a week from Wednesday night. This, a week from tonight, rather. This is JM in the AM. Let me tell a tale. I beg you all to listen I think you'll recognize That every word is true It's the story That I tell about my brother The brother that I loved But hardly knew We were forced to live so far It was more than distance keeping him from me While I had the right to lead the life I'd chosen All he yearned for was the day that he'd be free How I dreamed that one day we could be together Doing all the things that brothers do Brother, free. 
freedom In my heart I knew that it was all to me Dreams come true.
وقتای وقتای با From Mashal Shalas, volume number four, we call that Gam Kielach. Eitan Katz with Gale. You heard A.B. Rottenberg with Dreams Come True. Felt, felt that was the best song to play after our conversation regarding the VOD, because that song was originally written uh, for our Soviet Jewish brethren. Dreams Come True, off Journeys, volume number four, here at JM the AM. Sixteen minutes before nine o'clock, it is a JM the AM Wednesday morning. Tomorrow again, after this amazing array of guests so far this week, tomorrow again... We give you an amazing array of guests. Uh, Tom Steinberg is here from Israel. Uh, he and the Ma'or organization are running an event at the MetLife Stadium to uh, benefit uh, the cause, which has been uh, doing amazing work on college campuses around the country. He stops by in our second hour tomorrow, in the 7 o'clock hour. And then D.A. Hines of Brooklyn, New York, is going to stop by in the 8 o'clock hour, talk about a brand-new initiative that he is uh, introducing. That will be tomorrow here at JMNAM. Friday morning, of course, our weekly update. Malcolm Honline will join us at 7.40 in the morning. We'll get back on track with the uh, current events and talk about what's happening in this crazy world of ours. Great stream all day long at jmnam.org. That's right. The only word to describe it is great. We have an amazing and incredible great stream of music and programming coming at you even after 9 o'clock this morning at jmnam.org, including Yussi's Wag and a Z-Report live lunch, which is happening at 12 noon Eastern time live on the stream at jmnam.org. Today, Yussi will explore brand new music, as he always does, and of course give you the latest concert information. That's all happening at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream, jmnam.org. Next week, we are in Israel. We'll be visiting uh, Crib Efrat. We'll be visiting uh, Ormeir Bracha. We'll be visiting Amuna. We'll be visiting Beit Oroth. In fact, we will be spending a week from today, Yom Yerushalayim, in Beit Oroth. Where better to be on Jerusalem Day than in northeast Jerusalem at one of the sites of the most incredible and miraculous Six-Day War Battle of 1967. We'll be there one week from today, broadcasting for a few days next week from Israel. Make sure to join us. If you're not able to be there on the spot with us in Jerusalem, tune in every single day, and you will feel that connection to the Holy Land. We'll have it for you next week right here at JM in the AM. The next week, of course, will be the holiday of Shavuos. Want to wish a Mazel Tov to all the honorees at the Reitz dinner taking place tonight, the Reitz Gala Evening of Tribute, honoring Rabbi Hyman and Ann Arbisfeld, Rabbi Herschel Schachter and Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler, takes place tonight at the Grand Hyatt in New York City. Last-minute information at 212-960-0852, 212-960-0852. Again, Mazel Tov to uh, all the honorees. Uh, also, a reminder, the uh, Good Israel of America has their annual dinner happening this coming Sunday night at the New York Hilton, beginning at 5 p.m. Uh, many distinguished honorees. Information at 212-797-8177. 212-797-8177. Um, Chai Lifeline reminds everybody that this coming Sunday, Go Chai 2013, 5 kilometers to change a life, takes place at noon this Sunday in Votee Park in Teaneck, New Jersey, a 5K run or walk uh, to benefit the uh, 
uh, organization. Go to kids4chai.org, kids4chai.org for uh, information on that. Team Ohel is getting ready for the New York City bike tour. You can ride in the New York City TD Bank Five Borough Bike Tour May the 5th to benefit an Ohel child. Information speak with Lori at area code 718-686-3316, 718-686-3316. And a reminder that the uh, Jerusalem Chai American Friends of Ateret Koanim Dinner, their annual Yom Yerushalayim Dinner is happening on Monday at the uh, Elite Palace on Garfield Avenue in Woodside, New York. Many distinguished honorees. Uh, the reception begins at 6 p.m. Information at 212-216-9270. 212-216-9270. If you missed our conversation yesterday with restaurateur Henry Stimler, or if you missed our earlier conversation today with Roy Newberger and company about the VOD, make sure to check out the archive section of jmtheam.org. That's right. The archive section of jmtheam.org, an amazing place, really an incredible resource for you to uh, find out uh, and, and discover some of the great programming that we've had recently. It's been an amazing week with great guests here at JM and the AM, so check it out later today and enjoy. 11 minutes before 9 o'clock, JM in the AM on a Wednesday morning with Nochi Crone. Give me 
Yeah.
things up. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Round the world on the web, jmnam.org. Oh, I can't forget Rockland County now at 91.9 on the FM dial. Good morning, Rockland County. Hope you're enjoying our amazing broadcast. Uh, tomorrow morning we're back. Tom Steinberg, Moar, joins us in the 7 o'clock hour. D.A. Hines of Brooklyn, New York, scheduled for the 8 o'clock hour. Coming up later today on jmnam.org, it is the one and only Ussie Zweig with a live lunch uh, dedicated to brand new music and uh, latest concert information, etc., etc. We call it the Z-Report. That'll all be happening today at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream, jmnam.org. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.